Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Home by Scully to your Mulder on AO3. Not rated. He had missed her. That's the truth right there. He'd anticipated spending the entire weekend on a stakeout with her. Even the most boring assignments were tolerable when Scully was right there with him. There was also this changing energy between them. She laughed at his innuendo and flirted back. He'd always looked forward to spending time with her. But these days, being with her felt intoxicating. And he suspected she felt the same. Because, all of a sudden, any occasion was a good one to see each other outside of work. It was painting a bedroom one weekend. A good movie to see on a weeknight. Finishing up late at night in a way that made dinner together at the restaurant the only logical conclusion. They both had to eat, didn't they? After having solved the case in Chicago, they visited museums, walked around the city, and enjoyed fancy dinners together because what's the point of visiting the city alone when the other was present? The handholding was simply more convenient as they navigated the city's bustling streets. They wouldn't have to get lost. Sometimes she just stopped because she was in the neighborhood. He never asked her what she was doing in Alexandria, and she never offered an explanation. Likewise, she never questioned his reasons for being in Georgetown. This weekend, however, they were out of luck. Not only had they been assigned a boring stakeout, but he was pulled on another case, leaving her alone, freezing, and definitely bored. That wasn't his doing, but he still felt bad about it. She'd really gotten the short end of the stick. It wasn't late, right around dinner time, but he knew Scully's plan was to sleep, sleep, sleep. He wanted to pay her a visit, bring her food. He pondered his choices. His brain said no, but his heart. My significant other. The question about having a significant other had prompted him to voice a truth he'd never stopped to really consider. Whatever he and Scully were, or whatever happened to them in the future, they were each other's significant other. Always and forever. He had felt compelled to see her, as though they were magnets to each other. She was beckoning him home. Ultimately, he was selfish. He couldn't stop himself from seeing her. He had to. He took a big, nervous breath. Maybe he was making a huge mistake. Maybe she would still be angry at him. Maybe she would be sleeping like she said she would be. She hadn't been enthusiastic at all about the stakeout. At all. He'd given her a line about it being part of the job, about how noble it was. But even he thought the assignment was boring. The truth is, he hadn't cared about being holed up with her all weekend. Any pretext was a good one. Which made it worse. He would have hated being holed up alone. He briefly entertained the idea that she was more disappointed about him leaving than being left alone. No. Whatever Scully felt for him took a backseat to a weekend in the cold, on edge, without sleep. He decided to call her beforehand to make sure visiting her wasn't a terrible idea. He heard the phone ring once, twice, three times before she picked up. Yeah, a tired voice answered the phone. Scully, it's me, he began. He heard her groan. He hoped he wasn't waking her up. Mulder, You'd have better have something good, because I was on the verge of falling asleep, she grunted. I'm sorry, Scully, he said, immediately feeling apologetic. I was thinking of heading over with food, if that's all right with you. 
There was a short silence on the line before he added, I really missed you these past few days, and I'm sorry I ditched you, he added. The true words tumbling out of him before he had time to think them through. There was a pause. Okay, you can come over, she said. But just because you buy me food and say nice things doesn't mean you're forgiven. I may still murder you. I know, I know, he said. Does pizza sound good? Uh Uh-huh. He smiled. All right, see you soon. They hung up and Mulder drove to the pizza place they both loved in Georgetown, ordering her favorite toppings. He pulled up in front of her apartment complex and nearly ran inside. The closer he got to her, the more he realized how desperately he wanted to see her. He knocked on the door three times, and maybe ten seconds later, Scully opened the door. Mulder observed her. My significant other. He could tell she was wearing what she considered to be pajamas, which was his New York Knicks t-shirt and a pair of shorts. She really rocked his clothes more than he did, he thought. His New York Knicks t-shirt had never looked sexier. She had no makeup on, and her hair was all natural, untamed. He didn't get to see her like that a lot. Good thing, too, because it made him weak in the knees every time. He met her eyes, and they told him what he knew to be true. Scully was tired, on the verge of falling asleep, maybe, and he decided to come and disturb her. I'm still mad at you, she greeted him, but she was smiling and stood aside to allow him to come in. The impulse was too strong. He walked in, set the pizza box on the table, and pulled her into a tight hug. He could tell she was surprised at first, from the way she stiffened in his arms. But then, she let herself hug him back. They held on to each other for a few seconds. He was intoxicated by the smell of her hair. How are you, he asked her, when he pulled away at last. She sighed. I'm tired from the stakeout, of course. I'm glad I could solve the case. No thanks to you, she said even though he could hear that she was annoyed. He knew she wasn't seriously mad at him. I smelled so bad by the end that took a long bath earlier. Now I'm okay. Skinner says I don't have to come in for a few days. Neither do you, by the way. Mulder smiled. I'm sorry I couldn't stay. We could have smelled bad together. She looked at him seriously for a second before she broke into what, to Mulder, was the cutest giggle he'd ever heard. He didn't get to see her laugh enough, and he cherished every occasion. He felt giddy and laughed along with her. My significant other. Come on, bring the pizza with you, she said, before sitting down on her couch. There was an old movie on TV. She wrapped a blanket around her shoulders and waited for him to sit down beside her. He set the pizza on the table and sat down beside her, turned his head to look at her, and grinned. She smiled back. What is it? She asked him. Nothing. I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. She nodded and smiled wider before opening the pizza box. She eyed its content. You know what I like, she said, as she took a slice, sounding grateful. He took one himself and bit into it. They ate in silence as they watched the movie, reaching for other slices. Anything interesting about the case? Mulder summarized the case quickly as they ate. He could tell she was only moderately interested. Mulder shared her disinterest. This case would not stand out in his career. What he remembered most about it is how much he had missed her. My significant other. He watched as she ate, staring at the TV, 
This smart, beautiful woman knew him better than everyone, and not only did she hang around, she liked him, wanted to spend time with him. Feeling observed, she turned to look at him and grinned. She briefly squeezed his hand before returning her attention to the TV. Thanks, Mulder. Mulder heard Scully yawn beside him. She was already tired, and he suspected digesting this food was going to make her fall asleep. Pleasure is all mine, he said, as he laid back on her couch completely full. Before he could do anything else, she leaned over, and then she was neatly cuddled against him, her red hair below his chin, and her cold little feet tucked against his calves. He pulled his arm around her, nudging her even closer, their bodies completely connected. They watched the end of the movie in that position, and when the credits appeared, Scully awkwardly stood up. Now I'm going to bed, she announced, and Mulder knew this was his cue to leave. He stood up as well and was about to thank her for the evening when he felt her fingers through his. Do you want to um, stay? She asked him. Their eyes met then, her small, tired eyes looking hopeful. Mulder felt overwhelmed, spending the night at Scully's on her invitation. Of course, he answered, breathless, perhaps a little too enthusiastic. Her smile widened and she pulled on his hand. He let himself be guided through her apartment until they reached her bathroom. She pulled a drawer open, fetched an unused toothbrush, and offered it to him. Thanks, he said. They both applied toothpaste on their brushes and began brushing their teeth side by side, their eyes meeting every so often in the mirror. He wanted to do this every day for the rest of his life, he thought. Once they finished brushing their teeth, she set off for the bedroom and he followed her, dazed, his heart beating furiously in his chest. He stopped at the door, not sure what spending the night implied. After having sat on it the past few hours, he could attest to the comfort of Scully's couch. But it'd be a lot less comfortable without her in his arms. She looked back at him, and upon finding him in the doorway, her hand reached over for his again, wordlessly inviting him into her bedroom. The air in the room felt charged, different. Mulder didn't want to read too much into it. She was, after all, exhausted. She looked at her drawers and then back at him, a look of concern on her face. I don't think I have other clothes of yours, but I could change and give you this one, she said playing nervously with the hem of her shirt, his shirt. Mulder wasn't sure what he wanted. On one hand, he could accept her offer and sleep in a shirt that smelled like her. On the other hand, the view. Not that Scully would look bad in anything else, but there was something about her wearing his clothes that made him a little feral. Before he could choose anything, she added, or you could sleep in your underwear. I know that's what you do. He nodded quickly and immediately began pulling at his shirt. She'd seen him naked, so he made no effort to turn around and hide. She wasn't looking directly at him, but she made no effort to avoid looking at him either. She walked over to the bed, peeking at him, as he unzipped his pants. He met her eye, and her cheeks turned slightly pink. My significant other. By the time he was standing in his undershirt and boxers, Scully sat on the bed, looking at him expectantly. He walked over to the other side and slid under the covers. This is actually happening. 
I'm lying in Dana Scully's bed? It's not an accident. She invited me, he thought to himself. His heart light. She lay down on her side. He did the same so he could face her. He could tell she was fighting sleep. Her eyelids heavy. He watched as she lifted her hand to his face, her fingers tracing his features lightly, stopping longer around his mouth. He reached for her hand and softly kissed her finger before meeting her eye. I missed you too, she said at last, before scooting closer and softly pressing her lips to his. It wasn't their first kiss. It wasn't even their steamiest. A recent movie night had led to some serious heavy petting. No, this one was a relaxed, soft kiss. One that felt like being home. His fingers slipped into her hair, holding her close as she nibbled on his lower lip. When she pulled back, he was smiling. Good night, Mulder, she said slowly, her eyes a little more alert. Good night, Scully, his voice lower. She turned her back to him, much to his disappointment. But then she eyed him over her shoulder, which Mulder interpreted as, come here. He did. He pulled up against her, wrapping his arms around her body tentatively, while also trying to keep his pelvis away from her back. He breathed her in, overjoyed at the thought of waking up with his nose in her hair. Is this okay, he asked, just to be sure. Closer, he heard faintly, and then she was pressing back against him. A moan nearly escaped him upon contact, but once she had steadied herself, she stopped moving. Well, okay then, he thought, happily surprised. Feeling daring, he tightened his grip around her. She purred in his arms. This was it. Happiness was lying in bed, curled up with the person you love. My significant other. It wasn't too long until she was asleep. He recognized her even breathing, her soft snoring. He focused on her breathing, and soon enough, sleep claimed him, too. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening, and remember, the stories are out there.